welcome to Junto Podcast. Thanks for tuning in today, and we're super excited, super excited. We're going to talk a little bit about in the upcoming weeks. Hopefully, we can get several couples on here. Um, we do have some stuff lined up as far as some some couples that are going to be chiming in on this, but but the topic for the next two or three weeks is going to be called love and marriage. That's right, love it. That's right. If you're thinking of the Al Bundy theme song, that's exactly what you're meant to think about. Uh, and I want you to take a look at the graphic if you have an opportunity because it's love and marriage with a question mark. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. What does that mean? Well, we're going to find out. We're going to talk about some myths, hopefully some things uh, that you can find interesting, that you can find helpful, that maybe you can find relatable that's going on in your relationship. So the next 15, 20 minutes are going to be awesome. And I'm so excited because our mm-hmm. guest today is none other than my bride, Miss Heather Soto. Y'all make some noise for Heather. Come on. Hey, everybody. How's it going? All right. All right. How y'all doing? How we doing? You doing good, boo? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You feeling good? Did I did I let you know that I had a scripture for you tonight before we begin? You did? Yeah, I've got a scripture for awesome. you. Awesome. Come on. Proverbs 18, 22. He who finds a wife finds what is good and receives favor from the Lord. Oh, really? So yeah. so the Word of God says, because I have found a wife, that I have found something good. That's something real good. So are you my good thing? I, I am. I just want to let you know <laughs> that before we begin all this um, discussion. Today. I hear you. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, guys, we're going to jump right in and talk about some of these myths. Y'all check this out. Give us some feedback. We want you to comment on the Facebook, wherever you watch this or listen to it at. If you listen to it on iTunes, leave a review, please. Mark that, comment on it, like it, rate it. If you watch it online on YouTube, because it is on YouTube, junto.podcast, search that out, uh, or it might be Junto Podcast, whatever it is, I'll post the link on there. But let's get started. Myth number one. One of the most common myths, actually, of marriage is that married people know what the heck they're doing. (laughs) And marriage is learning every day. Yeah. Um, It's something new to have to deal with, a new decision, choices, and uh, you wake up, are you going to be in a good mood or a bad mood? Because you're going to set the tone for their day. Yeah, yeah. I know that it's so true that we play off of each other, and this is normal in any household. And basically what that means is that we do control the energy in our home, right? Like if I wake up in a bad mood and naturally, uh, unfortunately for you, Heather, <laughs> you're probably the one I'll take it out on the most or the kids. And it, I don't think we mean to take our frustrations out on the ones that we love the most and the ones that love us the most. I just think that they're the ones closest to us and we're most comfortable with them more ourselves yeah than ever yeah go ahead and expound on that well idea you know um for example this morning you know you went and got your hair cut of course yeah. called and asked if we wanted breakfast that's and correct of course you know me not having to cook or make anything i love that so i said yes go ahead i gave you you know the list of all these girls needs and what they want. It's a long list. Four it was girls. a long list. And I had kind of just woken up, so I was still getting into the day. 
Uh, so I didn't tell you everything, I guess, that we needed. That's right. Um, so you walk in and you've got the food. <laughs> you know, it's more than what I told you, which is great. That's right. It is more. Um, but I did not know that you bought more. You know, you had pancakes. I told you just to get hash browns. But you went you went over and then it was good. I was glad. Now, at this point, I'm glad that you did. Um, but there was a little miscommunication, little misunderstanding. I'm not sure why. Um, what was that all about? I don't know. Like, you told me, <laughs> this is so crazy, we're talking about Burger King breakfast, but there's a point here. Stick with us. You told me um, just to get blah, 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 whatever it was, fours of hash browns and me and you a biscuit. And right. what she's saying is, is that she didn't tell me to bring pancakes, but you know what? There was something that clicked in my head because I'm like thinking, that's not enough food to feed my whole family. Right, right, like, right. there's a lot of us. Right. So, so you walk in and I've got some <laughs> sausage cooking kind of as a compensation because I knew I had only told you right. a few things, but I didn't know that you had gotten more. I did. So you were planning ahead and that was great. But the comment that you made. <laughs> Made me feel like you were upset that I was actually cooking more to compensate because you had gotten extra. Okay. But I didn't know about the extra. And this is fantastic because whoever listens to this, I hope you're laughing and I hope you can relate to this. Here's my thing. And look, we can comment below what you think. We want to know what you think. Here's why I probably got upset. And keep in mind, mm-hmm. the the myth that we're busting right now said that because you're married, you know what you're doing or you know how to handle marriage, okay? So we're proving that we're busting that myth right now. (laughs) My point in buying food was so that we did not have to cook. Correct. And the idea that she was still having to cook. So, yeah, you know, it was... It was an interesting Saturday morning. We worked through it. We love each other. We're doing this podcast now. But this is just proof in the pudding that just because you're married, and and by the way, in November, which is just, uh, I guess, less than two months from now, we'll be celebrating our 16th wedding anniversary, and we still don't know what we're doing. For a while. And we still have two totally different perspectives on every situation that comes up. You know, we're we're bringing the way that we think, which is most of the time pretty opposite, even though we've lived with each other for a while and we've adapted. And I think both of us has taken a little bit from the other one as far as the way that we think. We're like, okay, I think that he would do this, so I'm going to kind of try to make my thinking match up to that. So we, I think we try right. to do that, and we we try to be compromising, but sometimes in in different situations, maybe we, we need to play on the strengths that we have that are different yeah. because it's kind of like yin and yang. It's so yin you know, and so We're yang. so different and with different skills, and we're that's why we're together, and, and we're supposed to... Learn how to make that work. Yeah. Successfully. Mars and Venus is a real thing. Guys, I want to tell you right now, if you're not married, <laughs> like I don't know how to explain it. Men and women think so differently. So um, 
it's just it's just unbelievable. So that's just one example of and man, that just happened today. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to look. Yeah, you don't have to look very far to know that this myth uh, is totally busted. And that's that just because you're married, you know what you're doing. It's not to say that in some areas you you haven't grown because I believe growth at the end of the day is what we're all after. But we still have room to grow. There's still things we have to learn. And I'm, I'm going to say something and you can say something after that and we can move on to the next one. I think the hard part in all this is finding the grace to have with your spouse. Because the problem with thinking differently is that by nature, she's going to think the way she thinks is correct and I'm just wrong. And because I'm an alpha, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But because I am a man, I'm going to think the way I'm thinking is correct and the way she's thinking uh, is wrong. So the tension that exists there is that we have to learn how to find grace in those moments. And that's the tough part. That is the tough part. Yeah, um, I agree. And also, you know, wanted to reiterate, you know, we're 16 years into this and still learning about each other. There are things that I can assume that you're thinking or actions that I think you're going to take or choices you're going to make. And based on history and just thinking that I know you, I'm going to say, okay, well, he's he's thinking this or or this is why he did this. And sometimes it's completely uh, not right. Correct. Way of thinking and vice versa. Yeah, that's true. And vice versa. So we have to remember that um, we need to, you know, take into consideration if you tell me that, no, that wasn't your intention and I thought it was, I need to kind of take your word for it. Yeah, yeah. It's tough. And, you know, a lot of times uh, it's easier just to get angry instead of try to understand. Um, I want to hear, I hope I get some feedback on this stuff because I want to know we're not alone, okay? And I know that we're not. I hope this will let you know that you're not alone. Like like Heather said, November, we're 16 years into this thing. And some days, you know, some days it's brand new, but some days, you know, you still have to, you're still learning about the other one. And honestly, you're still learning about yourself. And keep in mind, guys, that we are changing creatures, okay? I don't mean evolution in the sense of, started from nothing, but we are creatures that evolve. As we get older, hopefully we mature more and we have gained more wisdom. So just when you think you know us, man, we turn around and we change on you. So it's hard. So this marriage thing, this relationship thing, if you're listening, don't give up. We believe in commitment at the end of the day. Um, And we have screwed up, you know, and we, 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 we do things that... You know, we have to be humble and ask for forgiveness. And we're evolving, like I said, learning and hopefully growing and um, trying to progress, you know, just become better for each other, for the Lord, for our kids, you know. That's right. Um, I think that's what it's all about. Yep. Awesome. Okay. Give us another myth. What's another myth Uh, out there? This is myth number two. Okay. And, you know, I don't know so much that it's a myth. Marriages work. That's definitely not a myth. Yeah. 
and that kind of piggybacks onto what we just said, um, is that marriage is work, love and marriage. You know, the title of this podcast uh, is Love and Marriage, and it has a question mark on there. And the reason is because if you've been married any any period of time past that whole newlywed, so-in-love phase, you begin to understand that, hey, this whole thing is work, especially if you add kids into the mix. You know, it's a recipe for mm-hmm. <laughs> chaos. For chaos for anxiety, mm-hmm. uh, for stress. Dysfunction. Dis- oh, girl, you done Complete said something. Complete dysfunction. Complete dysfunction, amen. Yeah. You, better, you better wear your dysfunction if you got it. <laughs> Be proud of it. Um, so give me your thoughts. I mean, marriage is work. Yeah. What does that mean to you? You know, I don't think that that's a negative thing. Um, anything worth uh, being paid for, you know, I don't believe that someone should get compensated or monetary um what a benefit for just not doing anything i believe that there's a biblical aspect of work it doesn't have to mean that we dread when you say work if you equate dread to that then you're more than likely talking about getting up on monday morning you know getting to the office at 8 a.m or or to the work site or the factory wherever it is that you work but that's not the same type of work that we're talking about. Work, as far as marriage, to me, that's, okay, there's compromise. There's going to be constant thought put into, you know, your spouse and their uh, needs and wants. And um, so as far as work, I think it's just basically always having a heart open to change if there needs to be change. Yeah, yeah. It is. Uh, that's exactly right. You know, I think we, like you said, we equate the word work with a negative thing. Right. Uh, and it's because we do spend so much of our life working. At a job. That's right. Most of us, we go to work Career. and we spend more time with people we're not related to uh, than we do sometimes even our own families. And so I think because of that, even even that, though, there's nothing wrong with that idea because the work is biblical. Right. But like, like and I, I know exactly where you're going with the idea of anything being worth it. You have to work for it, right? A job, you get gain because of what you put into it, and marriage is the same. You get the reward of a healthy marriage and a stable marriage and a stable home where your kids are in an environment— where they don't have to worry, not not in the sense of about all the things there are to be worried about in the world, but they see a level of stability, okay? So that in itself is work. Right. You know, you work for your kids, whatever your motivation is, man, it is work. It is. I mean, raising good kids, I mean, even if you don't have children, you could probably relate. Uh, in some way, but raising kids is hard. Um, it's a sacrifice, but the reward greatly outweighs, you know, the sweat and tears and sometimes blood. Yep. <laughs> you know, um, anything that is of value takes some form of work. That's right. And that's not a negative thing you know when you get married and say okay this is our contract till death do us part signed sealed delivered you know that's it you're married that doesn't guarantee that 
every day is going to be easy and success. It's mm-hmm. you have to be um, intent about your spouse and the relationship that you have. You know, you have to nurture it. You have to help it grow uh, just like you would a, a plant. You know, you got to feed it. You got to water it, put it in the sun. Mm-hmm. You know, any relationship that's going to be worth anything right. takes time and, and energy. You know, and it's funny because even the, I believe, the secular world gets it. And how do I know that? Because, you know, I was listening to, uh, uh, I don't know, a pop song, I, I guess. I don't really remember who it was. But there's a verse in the song that goes, you know, you think the grass is greener on the other side till you get to the other side. And I think the problem with our culture and our society, and really, if you know the Bible, if you know human nature, you know that it's really nothing new. We've always wanted what we couldn't have or are not supposed to have. And then when we get it, we realize that it's not near what we thought it was going to be. And I believe that's what's part of the problem is that instead of wanting to put work into the marriage, we just assume that if we just start over or get something new, that something that's different. Yeah, that's going to be easier or make it better. Uh, when if you just nurture and put in that work, and it doesn't mean it's going to be perfect along the way, there will be mistakes, but your marriage can survive it if you can repent. I know that's a big church word, uh, but it's we need to we need to hear it. We have to humble ourselves and repent, and ask God for forgiveness. Ask our spouse for forgiveness. Um, yeah, and we gotta it's move to move on. It's very hard to do. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah, and I think sometimes we have unrealistic expectations, and sometimes you know those aren't met because they're kind of not communicated maybe and maybe you just assume that your spouse should know this you know he should know that i I, right i need this or that i want him to do this this certain way he should know i shouldn't have to explain i shouldn't have to say but no i'm still actually in the process of learning this 16 years, 16 and we years dated in. four years, so we're 20 years 20 into years this, in. honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, I think I've come a long way, but I'm learning that, yes, you definitely have to communicate with, I mean, and this is with any other human being that you have any type of relationship with. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, there's two different perspectives, two raisins, two growing up, two different ways of looking at everything, mm-hmm. absolutely everything. And that's everyone in the world. But with relationships, you know, communication is key. I mean, I know that's cliche, but it's true. And um, I think you're a little bit, tiny bit better at me than... Guys, just, just, you heard it just here, it. all of you. Uh, you heard it right here. <laughs> but I've come a long way. You you have. So. I'm a very, and I'll share this. I may have shared this with y'all in the past. I don't know. I'm a very specific person, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is if I tell you that I'm going to be there, you know, by 7, yeah, I'm 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 gonna, I'm gonna be there by seven, you know. And if I don't, I'm gonna try to communicate that with you. Uh, another example of that is I've always used this example because I'm a directions guy. If the if the box of macaroni says to put six <laughs> cups in, I'm putting six dad gum cups. Not me. I'm, I'm just not gonna eyeball, gonna eyeball it. it I'm because 
I feel like the instructions are there for a reason, and I'm not going to deviate from that and risk risk it not coming out. Messing it up or risk making it better. Right. So I try to be as specific <laughs> as I possibly can, and I I know i got to have some grace. She did right. it. She did admit it, though, on, I did. on the podcast. I mean, I We're going to get some admissions from you here in a little bit. Well, this may, <laughs> this may not go to thousands of listeners, but it is going to go to hundreds, and I'm excited that you admitted that. That specific thing. And I'm you. not editing that out oh, either. So okay. I'll that right now. Just backspace. Negative. There we go. All right. What's another myth? Give me another um, myth, something that we can. Here's a good one. This is kind of, uh, it's a little deep. But Uh-oh. we'll just, we'll, it's okay. How deep we going? Uh, marriage completes you. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. All my single brothers and sisters mm. right now that in a relationship, you need to know, <laughs> Lord, <laughs> ain't nothing but Jesus going to complete you. That's right. Um, it's true. Yeah. Because we're human. I mean, Let's talk about that myth. Go ahead. I'm going to let you get the first word on you that. You know, I kind of talked about that earlier, the unrealistic expectations. I mean, we are human. Uh, the Bible says we are all uh, we all sin and fall short. So, <laughs> you know. What so, are, you, are you talking about your spouse completing? What does that mean that uh, we're going to fall short? No, no. What I'm saying is sometimes we we put these expectations and when those expectations aren't met, it's kind of like, oh, wow, okay, uh, this didn't work out, so next. You know, it's easy to say move on. Um, you, if you can't complete me and make me feel whole, then I guess I'm going to, you know, like have online divorce, you know. Yeah, real boom. quick and easy. Like ten dollars done with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna move on to the next nine ninety nine because I need something that completes me and yeah. someone. As far as this myth is, someone to yeah. complete me. But what my point in saying that is, we are humans and fallible. So, you know, it, I I I hate to put all my chips. What is it? Chips in a basket? Eggs. Eggs in a basket. Eggs in I hate one. To put all my eggs in one basket. Um, R.E. you, you know, a human being that I've married. And, like, if my life doesn't turn out successful, then, wow, I chose the wrong one, I guess. You know what I mean? God is is the only one who can fill that station. Yeah. You know, and I think we all have to come to the realization of that, that it's, you know, if it was just me and God, then I would have to be 100% okay. Yeah. You know, and and not have to depend on another human to make me whole. I'm going to take this a step further because when you said this is deep, this really is deep. Um, And I feel like when you're talking about marriage, you're not just talking about marriage, you're talking about family. Okay. And if you're a believer, and this podcast is is always going to be from the perspective of a believer because I am one. I don't know how to live life any other way, uh, nor do I care to. I can I can hear other perspectives, and I have an open mind and all that stuff, but as far as who I am, it's pretty solid, okay? So this idea of marriage completing you, this also extends, and this is going to be a hard pill to swallow, that also extends to our children, amen? Uh, and here's why. Family is God's idea, but nothing is meant to be put above God. And I know that that's tough. And I'm not, 
that that's very hard. And many times we make our own families an idol. Um, we make them an idol. And I know you're thinking, well, how in the world could I make my family an idol? Uh, anything that we put over the will of God or God is an idol. And that could be absolutely anything. So, uh, and maybe maybe most people don't think about it about marriage completing you on on that deep of a level. Maybe it's just well, okay, I got a checklist, and here's my timeline. In five years, I want to be married with two point five kids. Mm-hmm. Next, I want to finish 2. my 5. degree. Next, it's this. Maybe maybe it just completes you in that way, and you're not even thinking about being satisfied on a spiritual level. But you know, like I said, regardless of what your list is or what your desires are, man, once you get it, once you attain that level of whatever you define that success to be, you'll find that um, it's just not enough. And that's because there's something in our DNA. There's something about us on a spiritual level that that just craves more. Uh, So ending with this final thought on that particular myth is that marriage ain't never going to complete you. Now it does bring you absolute joy. Yeah. And families are a God thing. And heartache. Yeah, that's true. Whatever. It's, you know. Yeah. Um, I saw another myth. Where was it? On the other side. It said something about um, couples who are truly in love don't argue. Or a successful marriage, in a successful marriage, couples don't argue. That's just ludicrous to me. Because... I mean, I know I keep repeating this, but perspective is all about perspective. These are two people who completely think totally different. Of course, there's going to be arguments. If there's not, then something's wrong. Something ain't right. Something ain't right. What's really going on? Yeah. Tell us us the truth. Man, hopefully you can get set free because if you're a married person or you're in a deep relationship on the verge of being married— Maybe you've been divorced, and maybe you're carrying baggage, and and uh, don't don't take that term in a bad way, uh, because we all have baggage, each and every one of us. We have our own baggage that we have to deal with. But whatever the case may be, maybe this will give you some encouragement to, uh, man, just to seek God in all this first. It's not going to be perfect. I was, you know, my parents ended up doing very well being pastors of churches, raising me uh, in church. And they still, you know, and they've been married over 55 years. My parents, yeah, same thing. (laughs) They still have these issues. They still argue. And I I ain't trying to tell you business, Mama, but, you know, we (laughs) always joke because when we go over there and they start bickering at each other, we go ding, ding, like the boxing match is getting ready to begin. (laughs) We'll go round one, (laughs) you know, and it's just, it's hilarious. Uh, So... If you're looking for something perfect, if you're looking, we have this expression, or Pastor Michael says this when he preaches sometimes, he says, look, if you're looking for a perfect church, it's going to cease to be that the minute you walk in the door. And the same applies to your marriage. If you're looking for a perfect marriage, it is going to cease to be that the minute you say, I do. Why? Because something out of two imperfect people could never be perfect, right. but it can be redeemed and it can be used and it can be a blessing if you allow it to be. What do you think? Sometimes conflict is necessary. Sometimes conflict tension, tension gets things going, gets the, the juices flowing. Um, 
as far as, you know, communication. I mean, I don't think it's wrong to argue when both sides have a um, genuine motive. Meaning, okay, I, I need to get this point across to you. I may not be communicating it in the way that you like. I may be, my volume may be a little bit too loud or my force with it may be a little too loud. And sometimes I think that's where we have miscommunication is the way kind of that we say things. Mm-hmm. Um, because I assume that the reason that you're saying it like that is because <laughs> you're upset. When sometimes you're just being kind of passionate, I think. Right. I'm a very and passionate man. And in the man. moment. I'm so you're passionate. so passionate. Man, so in passionate. In the moment. So it comes across to me as like you're upset with me. Yeah. When in fact you've told me multiple, sometimes, you know, no, I, I'm not upset. I'm just, this is just me communicating this to you. We're getting healed up in so, here. Y'all listening to a healing. So I'm telling I, y'all. I think that... Um, you know, sometimes that's hard to, especially in the moment when you're mad and you want to get your point across, it's hard to see the other person's perspective as them not being mad. Right, right. You know, because I kind of instantly get mad sometimes when you look at me a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like you, like I think you're making a face at me <laughs> and you mean something by that and you're totally like, I don't know what you're talking about right now. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, and there are uh, just, I don't want it to be all about you being in the wrong. You know, sometimes I do say things um, where they could be said more delicately, right? And it's a lot of times it's because I'm so, I'm a very hurried guy. It's weird. Like I'm always not rushed, but there, there's always a lot on the plate. There's always a like, lot to do. There's and always so much. And when I come out, I come out strong and maybe that, that is not the best approach because it, it could definitely be handled in a more sensitive or delicate way. And I just come out not thinking about how you're going to receive it. Now, let's be honest, married couples, I'm going to ask you right now, and you better not lie to me. <laughs> Sometimes lie. there are just moments where we push the spouse's button. We don't mean to. Yes, yes, on purpose. On purpose. We don't mean to. We it's just natural. We mean to. Well, we mean to, but typically when we do it, it's because it's out of a retaliation or a, like right, right, right. we're upset with you over something. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about anything devious or anything out to hurt your spouse, nothing like that. But, but we all know what pushes each other's buttons. Every single one of us. If you've we been know. married any length of time, there's no one on the planet <laughs> that can push your button like your spouse. Nobody on the earth. And you know I'm telling the right. truth. You're looking at your spouse right now. Are you seeing them in your head or her in your head? And you just mm-hmm. want to give them a good old little love slap across love the cheek. Slap. And I understand. It may love even be slap. a backhand. And that's okay as <laughs> long as you backhand. do it. Ooh. In the name of Jesus, amen. In the Come name on. Name of Jesus. Woo! In your head, not you know physically, but y'all know I'm kidding. In your head, for sure. What's yeah. another myth? You know, okay, this one. You need affirmation that your marriage is on the right track. Now, I do think that you need wise mentors. You know, biblical, someone who you know has your best intentions, and has a biblical foundation and will want what's best for you. I do think you, you know, sometimes you need advice from others. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, however, I don't think that you have to think that 
okay, that relationship is perfect. Let me go see how they do it. Let me mm-hmm. let me let me mm-hmm. check notes and see if I'm right. Like right. You know, every relationship is different because every human being is different. That's exactly right. And every pair of human beings is going to be completely different. Um, so there's advice that you can get, definitely, especially from, you know, other couples who have been at it a little bit longer. Um, maybe someone who's been on the other side and maybe been divorced and, and can have sound advice for you. Um, but yeah. so my advice towards that is just... Um, be selective who you listen to. Yeah. Um, do they have your best interest at hand? That's right. And do they have a biblical foundation? That's right. You know, if you can answer those two things and then I say, you know, yeah. But if this is just someone who, you know, they're kind of just going through life willy nilly. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know. And Heather said this myth was uh, that we have to have affirmation, affirmation that our marriage is on the right track. I, I want to add to what she was saying is that don't let some Instagram meme or mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. some happy picture couple when you know they when when you know their marriage is not near what it looks like on that photo. Don't let that be the thing that you makes you start doubting your marriage or comparing your marriage. Hey, you know, we don't judge anybody. We we desire yeah. for all couples to be happy and and to experience what it is to be in relationship with one another. But when you when you start doing this what we we had a lesson one time in Wired Youth and it was called the comparison trap mm-hmm. and basically the premise behind that is that Man, we start comparing ourselves all the time, and it's never been easier to do than it is now because of social media. Social media. I mean, couples that don't even like each other post the best pictures you'll ever see. It's got the most cool filter. I mean, that thing is, man, it looks yeah. fantastic. Yeah. It's and they grit, they grit in their teeth right now. <laughs> Ain't even wanting to be beside each other. So listen, here's the thing. Sometimes it's genuine. Sometimes it's not. That's really not for us to judge. But what we can do is be comfortable and confident with the relationship that God has placed you in. And you can't do that until you get to a point where you're comfortable and confident in who God made you to be. And it all starts right there with a personal relationship with Him. And I want to give a shout-out or or, uh, uh, point this towards the men because, men, we are called to guide and lead our home, okay? We're not called to be this big, bad wolf that's just going to bark down and, you know, expect a plate uh, served to us and this and that, although uh-huh. it's very nice uh-huh. when I get that bowl uh-huh. of cereal every night, girl. Come on. Um, on cue. That's right. But but we do have an obligation to lead our families, okay? We do have a very real obligation to lead our families. And I believe that if, if you want to look to something that's going to affirm your marriage and if it's on the right track then it has to be in my view now i'm a believer and and if you're not listen to this and have some grace with me and pray about it it's that easy Uh, but it has to be based on something solid and that is the word of god Uh, it it still don't make it easy but and that's everything in life that's right not just relationships i mean you know the bible is the final word That's right. Thanks for joining us on Junto. We'll see you next time.